Hi, everybody. I'm Gloria Moraga. This is the Political Woman Podcast. Thanks for being here. It's Monday, October 2nd, 2023. Oy vey, is there a lot going on? I have a whole podcast written. I'm just throwing it away because time got away from me. I'm just going to do some bullet points to catch you all up on what I've been watching and what I've been doing. And then I'm going to talk about Trump. Trump and what's going on in New York today. This is such a big story. And I'm not sure people understand it. I always think that. I always think I have to over-explain stuff. I posted this short little TikTok and this short little video on YouTube, and it got very few views. And I'm thinking, don't you all know how big this is, how important this is? But I guess maybe people just aren't interested in Trump losing all his hotels and losing his fortune and being wiped out. We'll get to that in a second. First, let's get caught up. It is the first Monday in October. That means the United States Supreme Court is coming back to work. Who knows? I have no hope for this Supreme Court. I mean, we've got three decent justices, and then we've got I don't, people going on vacations and taking money that they shouldn't be taking, taking trips that they should not be taking. Uh, whatever. So that's that. We have a budget. The Congress, with a compromise in the House, it kind of stinks. It was a last-minute deal that, that Kevin McCarthy threw together. Now... McCarthy may lose the speakership this week, according to Matt Gates. That's what he wants to do. So we have a budget, but McCarthy may lose the speakership this week. Shocking news. On Thursday, Senator Dianne Feinstein died. She passed away. 90 years old. You know, there had been criticism of her. She had a bad fall and has just failed, gone downhill health-wise. And then it was announced that she had passed. So, I mean, she came in the day before she died and voted on the budget. Wow, you got to give that to her. And a million things. I mean, in other times, I would do a whole podcast on her. I covered her when she was mayor of San Francisco, I was a young reporter, but I also covered her in Washington, D.C. when she was a senator. She wasn't my favorite California senator. <laughs> I have favorites. Senator Barbara Boxer was my favorite senator. Feinstein was always a little standoffish compared to Boxer, whom I covered when she was a congresswoman, and Nancy Pelosi, who I love. So. I covered Feinstein when she was in politics here in California, and then I covered her back in Washington. She is a trailblazer. She is, she did things that no other woman had done. So that happened. That was a shocker. Last night, Sunday night, Governor Gavin Newsom announced who will replace her. Her name is LaFonza Butler. She is a former labor union leader. She was ran a California's biggest labor union. She is currently president of EMILY's List. Now, EMILY's List is a political action committee that tries to get Democratic female candidates elected who favor reproductive rights for women. 
So that's what Emily's list is about. So she's president of that. She was an advisor to the vice president Harris and has, you know, quite a, quite a resume. So she is apparently going to be sworn in on Wednesday to replace iconic Senator Dianne Feinstein, who passed away in Washington, D.C., the day after she cast a vote on the budget. So the budget battle. Yeah, we have a budget, but McCarthy may be removed. I wanted to do a whole big story on Millie. Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff is has retired officially as of Saturday at midnight, so Sunday morning, and Trump had attacked him and said that he should be hanged. Anyway, it's a, that's a whole other big story. So we had somebody in Trump's case down in Georgia copped a plea, and he really he got off easy. It was the bail bondsman. I did a video on that, so why don't you check out all... I've done videos on all these things. Check out my um, TikTok channel. I'm, I'm having... I don't know, TikTok, I'm trying to get... 10,000 subscribers, but I'm not anywhere near that. And I'm kind of slowing down on TikTok and I don't know why. I, I must be doing something wrong. Um, I wish somebody would give me some advice because I'd like to get 10,000 subscribers or followers because when you get 10,000, you get to create playlists. And I really want to create playlists because I'm a nerd and because it would be easier to manage my content with playlists. Today, Monday, October 2nd, Donald Trump is going to be in New York for his civil lawsuit. And I'm going to pull up that document. And what I'm going to do here for this portion, which is the bulk, the meat of this podcast, this political woman podcast, is I'm going to read from various online sites. And I did read the decision. So here's what happened. And I'm quoting, a judge ruled Trump and his corporation are guilty of lying about his property worth. Legal experts say this is a corporate death penalty. New York judge on Tuesday canceled the certificates of the key businesses behind Donald Trump's empire, ordering a quick timeline to dissolve the Trump organization and other corporate entities. Justice Arthur Engoron's decision found Trump committed repeated and persistent fraud on his financial statements, known as SFCs by overvaluing properties that enabled Trump's company to rise to a worldwide brand. Yeah, one of the headlines says, Judge rules Trump's committed fraud stripping control of key properties. Or all these headlines. Now, this is a decision. The decision's already happened in a lawsuit that is going to trial today. And this could be a major win for Attorney General Letitia James, who says former President Donald Trump overvalued his holdings by as much as $2.2 billion. The penalty for doing this is about $250 million. But over the weekend, experts were talking on all the talk shows saying that this $250 million could be a really low estimate. 
So this wasn't a surprise decision <laughs> because the trial was supposed to begin, but he's already ruled against Trump. Now, of course, Trump's going to appeal, but the judge has already said there is no trial necessary. We're going to go right on and determine the penalties. So a little background. James started investigating Trump in March of 2019 and filed a lawsuit against him in September of 2022, so last September, accusing him of, quote, staggering fraud in representing the value of his apartment buildings, hotels, and golf clubs, among other assets. Her filings have accused Trump of using simple, duplicitous tricks to multiply the represented value of his signature properties from Trump Tower to Mar-a-Lago. Justice Engeron wrote that the annual financial statements that Mr. Trump submitted to banks and insurance companies, quote, clearly contain fraudulent valuations that defendants used in business. Now, as I said, Trump's going to appeal Trump tried to get a postponement and not have this take place today, but that was denied. And this trial, which begins today, will only decide the penalty because the judge has already ruled against Trump. And he's going to, Trump's going to be there. Here's an example that was used in the document. Trump was accused of overestimating the size of the triplex apartment in Trump Tower in which he has lived for decades saying it was 30,000 square feet rather than about 11,000 square feet. Justice Engeron seized on that, noting that Mr. Trump's lawyers had absurdly suggested the calculation of square footage was subjective, adding that good faith measurements might vary by as much as 10, 20 percent, but not 200 percent. The judge wrote, quote, a discrepancy of this order of magnitude by a real estate developer sizing up his own living space for decades can only be considered fraud. Now, the big deal here is the cancellation of business certificates. These certificates allow Mr. Trump's New York properties to operate. And this could really freeze Trump and his two sons out of even running the family business. The judge also was angry. Apparently, he was slamming his fist down on his desk or on the bench. He levied sanctions against Trump's lawyers. He fined them each $7,500, noting that he had previously warned them that the arguments they were making bordered on being frivolous and repeating that they were indefensible. All right, so then I went through all kinds of different websites to find what properties are in jeopardy. And I'll just go through the list. I'll try not to talk too much because it's getting late and I'm punchy. Okay. So this is what he could lose. The judge canceled his LLCs. So Trump Tower in Midtown Manhattan and a flagship commercial building at 40 Wall Street, his grip over his Westchester country golf clubs is threatened. And I'll just go down the list. Mar-a-Lago, Florida. Among the properties mentioned in the 35-page ruling was the Trump Florida residence and 
Club Resort in Palm Beach. He wrote that while the Palm Beach County Assessor had appraised Mar-a-Lago's value at between $18 million and $27.6 million, Trump had put it at between $426.5 million to $612.1 million in filings, an over-evaluation of at least 2,300%. Wow. Trump Tower Triplex. This is on the block. Trump Park Avenue, Manhattan. Originally built as a hotel, the residential building near Trump Tower and Central Park in New York contains 120 luxury flats and eight penthouse apartments. I'm reading. (laughs) It's unbelievable, some of this stuff. 40 Wall Street, Manhattan. The court order noted that Trump owns the ground lease at the 72-story, 1930s, neo-Gothic property in New York's financial district where he leases luxury apartments directly opposite the New York Stock Exchange. And then there are all these figures, which I'm not going to go into because it's a podcast, but I'm going to put them all in a video. I'm going to do a long video on this, like a podcast video. Here's another property. Seven Springs Estate in New York. Seven Springs Estate is 200 acres of contiguous land in the towns of Bedford, Newcastle, and Northcastle in the area of New York, immediately north of New York City. Notwithstanding received market values from professional appraisals in 2000, 2006, 2012, and 2014, valuing Seven Springs at or below $30 million. In Trump's financial statements, he valued the value at $261 million and then at $291 million. So from $30 million, <laughs> he valued it to $291 million. All right, and so there's also this golf course in Scotland. That's also in the ruling. Now, Trump has been deposed in this matter, and he was kind of rambly. And they were asking him about who's running the company, and he said his son, he threw his son under the bus, said he was too busy saving the world from a nuclear holocaust. Yeah, I'll have some quotes on that. I was going to do a whole piece on just his quotes and how far out they are. He is on the list, on the witness list, to be called in this case. This is serious. This is bad. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's The trial starts tomorrow. I'm sure the first day is not going to be that big a deal, but Trump's going to be there, so it's going to be kind of a media circus. They're going to dissolve the Trump organization if this judge's ruling sticks. It's going to be tied up probably for another couple of years because, you know, they've got to appeal. But I don't know how long the appeal will take. But here's the thing. It's already been ongoing for a while. Maybe the appeal won't take very long because the judge has already ordered people to be in charge to start divvying up the property and putting it under somebody else's control. That's already, he's already, they want to start that. Of course, I'm sure Trump lawyers will, will file something to block that. Whoa, 
this is happening today, Monday, and then Matt Gates might try to remove McCarthy. I mean, I don't know who to root for in the Gates versus McCarthy because they're both very despicable men. Despicable. I'm Gloria Moraga. This is the Political Woman Podcast. I've left so much out, but I gave you the gist of the Trump story. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. (sighs) I don't know how we're going to make it through the next two years. (laughs) There's a lot going on. Every day is like a roller coaster. Please follow me. Please find me on YouTube and TikTok and follow and subscribe. I need your support. Please follow me wherever you get your podcasts. I am Gloria Moraga. I am a political woman. Please vote. Please care about democracy. That was something else I left out. Joe Biden did a just a fabulous speech on democracy. Yes, I know he's old. He's old. People get old. People die. But he's our best hope right now. Please be safe.